Hey friends, welcome to PhD in Self-Hatred. My name is Lauren Coletti. I'm your host for today. Thanks for joining my show. This episode was super sporadic, spur of the moment kind of thing. I was listening to a pot, uh, an audiobook actually and folding laundry and I just got a intuitive hit to record this. I'm honestly having like the greatest one to two weeks of, of a very long time. I feel so happy. The happiest I felt in a really long time, despite the overwhelming immense joy I felt when I was in Europe three times in the last year. But when I got home from Europe, I was experiencing a really depressive episode (laughs) just because I was traumatized and it was a huge transition going from living in Europe for two months to coming back to America with no job, no car. And it was a lot. It was a lot. I'm not going to lie. But the last two weeks, so much has shifted internally and I'm just feeling great. And I wanted to share that experience and the knowledge I've acquired over the last two weeks with you. So as many of you know, I have pursued a lifetime of education in psychology. And it's pretty ironic because I always felt like an imposter being that as a psychologist, so to speak, I struggled with severe mental health issues. And I'm going to be honest with everyone. I felt a little ashamed and embarrassed because here I was, with all these diagnoses, taking all this psych medications, having been hospitalized for suicide and all that stuff. And I was over and over and over again in all these abusive relationships that were just so terrible. And yet I was trying to help people and give people life advice and (laughs) mental health advice. And I was just like, why can I help every other person besides myself? And really... I've come to recognize that it was all my own doing. And let me clarify, this is not victim blaming anyone, but as someone that has gone through like the worst of the worst that a lot of people can find imaginable, you know, I've gone through multiple counts of sexual violence, domestic abuse, traumatic relationships, abandonment, death of a parent, all these things. And I used to let it define me. It was totally wrapped up in my identity. This is who I am. These things that have shaped me, they are me. They took a hold of who I thought I was as a person. And I let that define my worth. I let that define what I accepted and tolerated. And I completely allowed that to mold who I saw myself to be when I looked in the mirror. And this isn't to necessarily blame anyone for situations that happen in their life. However, I find that when we shift from the, all these things happen to me, I'm the victim, I feel sorry for myself mentality, fuck everyone else, and we pity ourselves we are taking zero accountability. And for many of us, that's a lot easier than taking responsibility and saying, wow, I actually created all of these terrible things that have happened. And I'll be the first person to admit, 
Every single thing in my life was a manifestation that I made. And that might sound a bit harsh, and I know a lot of people aren't going to agree with that. However, I find it super fucking empowering because if I created my past, that also means that I have the power to define my future and that my reality is in my hands. How much better does that feel? How much more empowering does that feel than to say, oh, all these bad things happen to me. I just have such bad luck. People treat me like shit. People treat you like shit because of you. You probably treat yourself like shit. You see yourself as a piece of shit and you allow people to treat you like shit. Like it's it's simple, cut and dry. There's nothing else to it. Now, there's a lot of layers to this. Obviously, it's not just one end, like that's it. It's not that simple. It can be complicated. I get it as someone that literally has so much education on human behavior and family systems and dynamics and things like that. Like I'm kind of summing this all up. We are born into our circumstances, right? Unless you believe that we pick our soul's path, which I 100% do. I believe that we choose the families we're born into, but that's just my personal opinion as someone that's a little woo-woo and spiritual, but Let's say you don't believe in that and you're born into this terrible family. Like for me, it was being adopted or you're born into foster care or parents that are drug addicts, whatever. That might have been a chunk of your life, but I'd say a majority of us let it define the rest of our lives. So when I was growing up, I had a very tumultuous and traumatic upbringing. Like I said, a lot of sexual trauma as a child into my teenage years and just a lot of violence and rape and terrible things like that. And I didn't know back then when I didn't know. So the first step I'm going to say is coming to terms with that and forgiving ourselves. We need to forgive ourselves for what we didn't know back then. And this took me 29 years to to recognize so please be patient with yourself because I wasn't ready for this a year or two ago I wasn't ready for this five or ten years ago I was the most depressed pessimistic person I ever knew and I hated myself I hated myself so much because of the way people treated me because of bullying because of all the assaults and whatever because of all the toxic relationships that told me you ain't shit, you deserve to be miserable, you have no worth, you need to be perfect in order to be loved. All these conditions that I set my self-image around. And so I hated myself so much that I tried to kill myself more times than I can count. I wanted to be dead because I thought that not being alive was better than being alive as who I am. So does that make sense? Like I thought... If I were dead, well, that's better than having to live the rest of my life as this person I cannot fucking stand. And I hated myself so much that I thought I deserved to die, essentially. And so I did try numerous times to take my own life and I didn't succeed, obviously. And that was the greatest gift and the greatest blessing because it allowed me to be reborn. But at 18, at 21, at 25, I thought that it was a life sentence and when I looked in the mirror I couldn't stand what I saw and so 
I allowed people into my life that treated me with so much hatred as well. And I'm not kidding you when I say nine out of 10 of the intimate relationships I was in were very abusive, that I either had to go to a domestic violence shelter, I had to contact attorneys, they were in jail. I was just abused in all these ways because they were an outward reflection of the ways that I betrayed, abandoned, and abused myself. And even my greatest boyfriend, and I'm going to shout him out because he was the best boyfriend I had, which is a lot. It was in 2018 to 2020. His name was John, and he was the nicest boyfriend that I ever had, um, even currently to date. Because although there were a lot of unhealthy and dysfunctional patterns in our relationship dynamic, he was never intentionally cruel to me. He didn't purposely try to make me feel bad about myself the way that my last boyfriend did, the boyfriend before that, and so on. But even then, the bar was set super low. The standards I had for myself were beneath the ground because I just felt lucky for anyone to pick me because I thought, who would choose me? I believed to my core that anyone in their right mind that saw value in me was mentally unwell. (laughs) Because no matter what I did, I could not see that I had any semblance of worth whatsoever. So I literally thought anyone that thinks I deserve to be loved by them, something must be seriously wrong with them. And most of the time there was. They were mentally ill themselves. They were extremely narcissistic. They were super abusive, what not have you, etc. So what I'm going at with this is that two weeks ago, I was looking at my life, right? And I was seeing all these goals and these dreams that I have for myself. And I thought, I really want this, these manifestations to come to fruition. And for so long, for almost 30 years, I thought, why can everyone else have money? Why could everyone else have love? Why could everyone else be happy? But I can't. But it's not that I can't. It's not that you can't. It's just that you don't believe that it's possible for you. You don't believe that you deserve joy and success and soulmate relationship love. And I didn't. I had all these negative beliefs, which I'm still working on around men, right? I have a lot of negative assumptions that I believe about men and limiting beliefs about myself that have been shaping my reality that I'm I'm working on. But I decided to flip the script and I said, for 30 years, this negative self-talk has not been working. It's not been getting me results. It's not been, you know, sometimes I'm able to achieve my goals because I'm the most determined, persistent person that I've ever met. But there's so many things that I want for my life that I don't think I will ever get to if I keep doubting myself, if I keep not believing in myself, distrusting myself. And it wasn't until I got home from London and I had a really bad experience with this guy that I liked a lot where he just treated me like shit on the bottom of a shoe. Like, I swear, I felt like gum stuck under the table. That's how pathetic I felt. And I said, this is it. I've had enough. This is never going to happen to me again. And I will make sure of it. And I saw myself as the common denominator in all those relationships. In every single situation where I allowed a man to not treat me right, where I allowed a man 
to mistreat me in every single circumstance, I was the common denominator within the last year of being violated, of being ghosted, of being attracted to men that are emotionally unavailable or men that are not interested in me. I was the single common denominator in every one of those relationships. And I said, Lauren, we are getting to the age where we don't want to do this anymore like I cannot afford to spend another five years being attracted to the bad boy thinking it's hot when there's a million red flags being turned on by behavior that clearly shows a guy is not available or interested in anything substantial and truthfully I do want a long-term committed relationship and the next time I date I'm dating for marriage I want someone that wants something serious I don't want to play around anymore whereas a year ago I was like oh let me just date let me just have casual sex that turns me on the thought the thought of that turns me off so much right now like I am not interested in waste not that it's a waste of time but you know what I'm saying so I got super clear and I got super focused on what I want and I said for the next six months from now July until the end of December I just want to be alone I have zero interest in talking to any dude. I have zero interest in hooking up with anyone. I have absolutely no interest. I actually have an aversion and become repulsed when I think about texting someone or dating or hooking up. It just, it really turns me off so much because I want zero distractions when it comes to working on myself. I am the most important fucking person in my entire life and I need to learn to love myself before I can waste any energy that I don't have on someone else, right? And I don't wanna do that disservice to myself. I wanna become so clear on my value, what I want, how I wanna be loved, how I wanna treat myself, the standards that I have for my life, that I feel so fucking worthy and deserving that I evaluate every single person and ask, do you deserve a spot in my life? For so long, I was living like, do I deserve this person's time? And now I'm at the, the place in my life where I'm like, you don't deserve me, you don't deserve me, you're not good enough for me, I don't wanna be bothered with you, I am so out of your league. Like. And it's helping me more than anything has like the 28 years of therapy, 29 years, whatever, of studying psychology, of going to therapy. This has helped me more than any of that. And I'm not saying don't go to therapy like everyone needs counseling. But when you can start to see yourself as the shit, as like the sun shines out of your own ass, I swear to God, so many people will start to become so unappealing to you that might have turned you on in the past that are just a walking red flag. Like I've lost so many friends this year and I feel so much more at peace than I ever have. When I started setting those boundaries and communicating and realizing that so many of my relationships were one-sided and I started to let go of people, I have so much less people in my life right now and I feel better than I ever have because Everything should be a hell yes. Everything should be a fuck yes and a turn on. And I'm not saying a sexual turn on, but I'm just saying if things and people don't light you up, it's time to say goodbye to them. Truthfully, I was keeping people around because I was like, oh, well, it's company. It's better than no one. But now I love my own company more than anything that I don't want to waste any time or any of my precious energy on people that don't magnify the happiness in my life like I would rather be alone 
then spend time with people that I'm like, eh, about, oh, it's better than nothing. And that's a huge shift. So what I want for you to do is change your self-talk. Start flipping the script because the narrative that you've been living your life, if you're listening to this podcast, if you were led to this episode, you probably haven't, what you've been doing in the past probably hasn't been working for you. And I know in the next year, I am going to be richer than ever. I'm going to be the richest fucking person that I know. I'm going to be so happy and so successful. You know why? Because I'm already feeling those things without those things yet. But I know that they're coming to fruition. I can feel them at my fingertips. And I know that in six months, I am just going to be on top of the world. And I'm already a bad bitch, but I'm going to be the baddest ass bitch that I've ever met in my life. Because I realize that if everyone else can have what I want, then why the fuck can't I? I'm nicer than a lot of those people. I am better looking than a lot of those people. I'm a better person than a lot of those people that have what I want. So if they can have it, why can't I? You know why you can't have those things? Because you don't believe that you can. That is literally the only reason you don't have the success, the riches, the relationship, the car, the job, the body that you want is because you've been holding yourself back, boo. Now it's time to open your mind. Now it's time to believe that you deserve to be happy. Now it's time to believe that it is possible for you. Because it's always been possible. But when we don't see the potential in ourselves... When we don't see the limitless opportunities that exist within, we are going to block it unconsciously, energetically, physically. We're going to block it because your life is just a reflection of who you are and how you talk to yourself. So today, I want you to start complimenting yourself. When I look in the mirror, like... I'm damn I'm bad like if you believe that you're sexy as fuck other people are gonna believe that you're sexy as fuck and I want to tell you why I am um I would say that I'm an objectively attractive woman at least that's what I've been told for a long time now um which is interesting because in middle and high school I was told you're so ugly you should kill yourself and that's what led me to develop an eating disorder but objectively I would say I am above average looking right and I'm not saying that to be conceited at all like I don't even give a fuck if people think I'm cocky that's actually a huge compliment for me because I had out of anyone I've ever met the lowest self-esteem I thought I was disgusting and so I dated men that would fuck me and then proceed to tell me how repulsive I am makes no sense but when you start to look in the mirror and think I am so hot. If you can get turned on by yourself, when you look at yourself in the mirror, I swear to God, you will be magnetic. If you don't find yourself attractive, even if you're a 10 out of 10, you will not be attractive. Like I've realized my whole life, nothing was ever wrong with me. Nothing. It was the way I saw myself. I saw myself as so hideous, so fat, so worthless, so pathetic. I would only magnetize people to me that were like, yeah, Lauren, you really need to lose weight. I would date guys that were critical of my appearance. I would date guys that wouldn't have sex with me because they said that they weren't attracted to me. Like, you see people that are like, how did they get that person? They're like so out of their their league. It's because they believe they can. Like, that's literally it. You can have as much money as you want. You can have as much 
fame. You could have as much success, as much happiness, as much love if you believe you can. That's why some things are so easy for some people. My whole life, I was like, wow, why is everyone else entitled to feel good and to have healthy relationships and to things are so easy for other people? Why can't they be easy for me? Bitch, because you don't allow them to be easy for you. Like, what the fuck? It's literally that simple. So from now on, the last week, the last two weeks, I've been hyping myself up. Like, I'm just getting prepared for all of the blessings that are coming to me as we speak right now. I already feel so grateful. I have so much that I'm thankful for. And I'm seeing all of these these good things in my life. So many reasons to be happy. So many reasons, like the breath in my lungs. I'm so happy I'm alive today and I couldn't say that three weeks ago I was just like waiting to leave for Europe I was just waiting to get my visa I was just waiting for all of these things I'm like oh one day I hope I'm a best-selling author oh one day I hope I give a TED talk one day I hope I'll find a man that wants to marry me like fuck that I'm literally the most talented poet I know I'm an incredibly talented writer. People would be so lucky to read my books. People would be so lucky to hear what I have to say. Any man that I choose to get married to or any woman that I choose to get married to, they are lucky. I'm not the lucky one because they decided to pick me. Anyone that's graced by my presence is the luckiest motherfucker alive because I am amazing. I am special. I am important. What I have to say matters. I am stunning. And I want you to repeat everything I just said. It's going to sound delusional. It's going to sound out there. You might feel a little like, oh, am I a narcissist? You're not a freaking narcissist. Okay, please stop using that word. But we want to change our inner self-talk. And I'm telling you, we have to change the self-talk because when we start to believe it, that's what makes it true. Our reality, your life, your relationships, your self-image, your health is all an outward manifestation of your internal beliefs about yourself. Your subconscious creates your life. So we have to reprogram it. We have to decondition it from thinking you are a piece of shit. So anytime something quote unquote goes wrong, flip it. Trust, have faith, believe in yourself. I swear, it's it really feels that simple. And I don't expect things to be perfect. You know, life obviously comes with its challenges, but I feel so equipped. I feel so capable. I I feel amazing. And it's just this process that I've been doing the last two weeks. And I, I just, I am so excited to see where the next two weeks takes me because I feel fucking great. And I deserve to feel great because I am really special and I'm truly amazing and so are you you're freaking awesome we just have to start believing it and working on on our confidence and our self-esteem the way we view ourselves, our self-image so I have so many exciting things in the works I'm in the process of starting my own business I'm going to be doing um, circles online and coaching and journaling sessions and it's going to be really great so Stay tuned for that. Um, all my dreams are coming true, really. Um, I can just, I, I feel it. I feel great. I feel good things and I want you to feel great. And good things are coming to you as well if you allow yourself to receive them. But we have to claim it in ourselves first. So I'm going to end this here and see um, 
what the feedback is for this episode because all of my episodes are like, oh, this is what happened at all. Like, like, no, bitch. No. And I mean that a loving bitch. Like, love yourself. Be your own best friend. So much easier said than done. But it is totally possible. We just have to. We just have to do it. It might be difficult. It might be uncomfortable at first, but it gets easier. I can tell you anytime I've had like a thought in the last two weeks where I started to put myself down and correct that thought and correct it again and correct it again. It's practice, it's affirmation. And it's about presence, being in the present because my love, nothing has gone wrong, nothing. So if you'd like to find out ways to work with me, before I change all of my prices and stuff, you can check out my website at lmcoletti.com. We're going to manifest our dreams together. It can be simple. It can be fun. And you don't have to try really, really hard. You don't have to work really, really hard. You have everything that you need right now within you, inside of you, just waiting to be acknowledged, waiting to be discovered. And that's super exciting, isn't it? So you can connect with me on Instagram at Lauren M. Coletti. I also have a monthly blog. I thank you so, so much for listening to this episode. I'd love it if you rated, subscribed, and shared with someone that could benefit from this information.